Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy podcast, the podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile and what brings them joy. On this week's episode of the podcast, I'm talking to Kevin about his love of all things geek, his, his incredible cosplays and his uh, mild obsession with the TV show Charmed. A lot is going on at the moment in the world. London is on its second lockdown. America may or may not get a new president. Fingers crossed they will. We're all on tenderhooks. Um, I made this podcast purely for selfish reasons so I could entertain myself while this is all going on. But more importantly, to share people's stories and their love and interest. I hope you've been enjoying it. I certainly have. Um, Yeah, so without further ado, here's the episode with Kevin. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy, Kevin. Hello. Hello. Woo. <laughs> Thank you for making time on a very important day. I, I completely forgot when I said let's do Wednesday that today is actually a really important day for all yeah. of the world and especially America. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still waiting. I still haven't heard any results yet, which is crazy yes. because usually when I wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, ta-da, here's the winner. I'm like, wait, nothing. <laughs> because what, what, what usually happens is I go to vote and then I ignore it the rest of the day and then uh, I show up the next morning and then find out and now I'm just like wait I still don't know anything all right <laughs> but, but it helps to ignore it for a while because otherwise it just yeah. gets stressed out because this particular one well we might not actually have an answer for maybe till Friday or maybe if it goes to the courts a few weeks sorry yeah. listeners I'm recording on the day that with the uh, either Trump or Biden is going to become the next president of America which is a big deal um, and Kevin is from America, so thank you again for him to for being here today. Um, yeah, so this one might actually get dragged out. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully Biden just wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make everything better. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. Please. We, we, 2020 has been bad enough. We just need just something, just a little something. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin, thank you for, for coming again. And this is the Champions of Happy podcast, where we celebrate things that people love and what makes them happy and what makes them smile. Uh, I've been following you on Instagram for a while now, and on your bio it says that you're an actor, singer, cosplayer, general dork, model, uh, and you're from the USA. Have I missed anything out? I feel like there's a lot there. The uh, only thing I think was, on, oh, it says, yeah, it says Milwaukee, and it says bi, bisexual, so that's about ah, it. <laughs> yes, so thank you again. So whereabouts in America actually are you? I am in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is actually, we're actually a swing state, so we can go either way. I believe I heard because I haven't been paying attention, but I believe we turned blue this this year, which is awesome. So, right. 
but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Um, we're we're kind of small, but I, I call it, I kind of like call us a mini Chicago because we we have like the city life without being too overwhelming. <laughs> I was gonna say my geography of America isn't great, but you, you're next to Chicago. We are like if you go straight north, we're like two hours north, so okay, pretty close. And have you lived there all of your life? I have, yeah. So your accent is that a, a generic, a, a normal? I don't know what you what you call yourself. A Miss Miss. A... It's a Milwaukeean. I don't know. Uh, I mean, because Midwest and like like UP has like the oh, don't you know the Midwestern type of thing. <laughs> uh, I don't really have that. I don't think a lot of people have that here. But uh, occasionally you'll see you see it more if you go to like to Michigan or uh, I don't know way up north. But uh, here I think we're pretty pretty standard i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and have you have you always lived there i have yeah ah nice so obviously I, I live in london have you ever been to london i went to i visited london for the first time last year i was there last july ah. and oh, i was okay. there for a charmed convention actually oh which uh, convention it was a charmed convention it was oh a charmed it convention was, it, it was supposed to be anyway it got canceled a week before Oh. And I decided, but I decided to go anyway because I'm like, hey, I'm going to London. I'm going to have fun. Uh, <laughs> but I believe uh, Pride was happening that weekend as well, so I got to see London Pride and how crazy that was. Um, and uh, yeah, I got to see some friends. I stayed with people in Essex for a little bit. Uh, so it was it was cool. It was fun. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. So did you actually see the parades go by then? Uh, I did not see the actual parade i was there like before and then after but i just I just remember the streets being insane and crowded yes and... soho <laughs> is insane after pride i it's i, I love the mo- i love the parade i love the march the town itself i tend to like slowly go away from it's just right. it's, it's, i actually ooh, went it's to the zoo that day i went to the london zoo <laughs> so i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna see something <laughs> gonna see some I gay like penguins <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was awesome it was <laughs> it was great it was my friend holly and she had she had a lot of fun too because she hasn't been in forever uh so it was, it was good. Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad. To, I, I've never been to your part of America. I've been to various parts, but um, is there, are there many tourist spots where you're from? I mean, we do have the art museum and for, for summer, we usually have Summerfest, which is, well, we have a bunch of different festivals, but Summerfest is the biggest. It's a huge music festival uh, and people come from all over to, to do that. This year, not so much. We didn't have any of those happening. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah people usually love the summer festivals a lot and i think our, our museum was in a couple of movies they filmed the, the transformers 3 there for a little bit and uh yeah so some things some cool things well, but... maybe, maybe i'll come see the art museum someday yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, frank lord wright uh designed like a bird kind of thing it's pretty neat yeah I will Google that. So before we get into all your um, all the things you're known for, I know you've got a bunch of fans out there and admirers. So what do you, so when you're not doing all your creative stuff, what is your what do you do day to day? I usually have just my normal job with working with spices and seasonings, <laughs> blends. Um, yeah, I just do like commercial and retail things. It's pretty boring, but it's, it does the job. <laughs> hey, whatever pays the bills. Yeah. So how long have you been doing that for? Or is that, is that the same, same company or various different types? I've been, I've been there, same place. I've been there eight years. Uh, 
So, uh, but yeah, before that, I did, I did like a photographer at the zoo here. I used to do like some uh, green screen photography, even though I didn't oh. really know anything about cameras before then, but I did some <laughs> stuff. Uh, what else did I do? <laughs> I, what did I do? It was, uh, my, my first job was like cleaning banks. I cleaned uh, a bank after high school. <laughs> I would go and just like for an hour or two and just tidy up and vacuum and take out garbage and stuff. <laughs> Damn. Hard work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything that was too. Oh, I I did work for uh, Cutco very briefly, <laughs> which was like selling knives door to door. Yeah, we had like a penny trick where we we would cut a penny with these scissors and like look how cool this is. <laughs> wow. Uh, but I did not like the high pressure sales, the door to door things. It's like the people would say no. I'm like, oh, okay, you don't want that? How about this? I'm like, no, I just want people to tell me what they want. And if they don't, good day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a very American thing. I've heard of that before. I don't know if that would go down too well in the UK if someone came to Dr. Dill selling knives. I think we'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is weird. Right. Are you trying to, are you threatening me? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Despite your penny. And trick, I think sure it, it probably has died down a lot more since it used to be really big in like the 90s and 80s. Mm. Um, but I think it has died down quite a bit because people are just kind of afraid to open the doors now. Whenever the doorbell rings, people are like, oh, what? Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's like people aren't used to that with all the social media and, and all the how connected we are with the phones and things now. Uh, mm. So I first came across you with my friend Ben. Um, I think he tagged uh, me in one of your Blue Power Ranger cosplay um, oh, posts cool. on Instagram. So Power Rangers um, is my life. I love Power Rangers. I... <laughs> I have uh, on my previous episode. I was talking to Reg about um, toys and the toys we had in the past, and how I had all the all the action figures and the morpher. Uh, I still have the morpher today. Um, and yeah, so when you, you when your picture of you posing as Billy, the Blue Power Ranger from Mike Morphin, came up, I was like, Ah, this guy is cool. What is what is this? <laughs> so my first my first serious important question for you is, who's your favorite Power Ranger? I mean, it's Billy for sure. I mean, I kind of uh, thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I was, I was always been drawn to Blue Rangers after that. But I think mm-hmm. I liked him because he had like he started as like an underdog, and he had this really great arc of him learning to fight and and coming into his own and 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 really becoming a, a valid member. And I think that's true with most Blue Rangers, but his is more, probably one of the more uh, extreme, like easy to see. And uh, I really appreciated that because I was like, I don't like people who are just like automatically great. <laughs> I yeah, I never liked Jason. I, Jason, I was always like, yeah, I get it. You're the boss. Blah, blah. Right. And Tommy right. as well. I was never a massive like Tommy fan. But Billy, and I was like, David, I get this David character. Yost, yes. David Jost had much bigger muscles than Tommy during that time. Right? They, 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 um, he's, he's a gymnast. He started as a mm. gymnast. And he, uh, they would cover up in all those overalls and stuff to, to, so that his muscles wouldn't show because he's supposed to be the nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was kind of cool. Um, but David, because I've gone to a bunch of Power Ranger conventions since then, I've been going a lot. Uh, David became kind of a, a casual person I talked to. Now I, I lent him some costume pieces for his walk down Hollywood Boulevard a couple oh, of amazing. years ago. Um, so we do talk quite a bit, and it's neat. It's neat to to have that kind of connection now. Ah, I, I've only, I've done a handful of comic cons. Um, I've only ever done, they have the, the bit where you can have the picture of the celebrity. I've only ever done it with him. I, it was only like four years ago, but I look so much younger than I actually am. I'm like, I'm 30, <laughs> I'm 30. Um, but in the picture, I, I posted on the Instagram the other day. I was like, my God, I look like a baby there. But I, <laughs> If you're listening, David, I love you. Um, uh, <laughs> I always said Kimberly was my first crush, but David was always my 
real first crush. So if Embedded is your favorite Ranger, give me your top three series. Oh, let's see. I mean, <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to say, um, but Power Rangers for sure, Mighty Morphin, because uh, that was the one that started it all. That's the one that the OG. I think was in first grade. Uh, let's see. I do. Uh, I like Mystic Force just because I've always been into magical type stuff. Okay. Uh, I don't. I know this one people don't like so much, but I always enjoy the mystical element of it. <laughs> um, and I like the Dino Charge a lot. But yeah, I really I thought that was a lot of fun. And that's I actually made a hybrid cosplay. I did a Mighty Morphin Dino Charge crossover. I made a, and that was a really fun cosplay. And I really I'm really proud of that suit. Oh, so. good. <laughs> I think my my favorites have always been Mighty Morphin. Space. I really like space. Oh, space is good. Space is good. It's space, a solid right? show. And then um, Time Force. I, I also Time really Force. like the theme. Time Force is classic. Time Force. Yeah, Time Force is really good. See, there's so many. There's so many Time ones that are really enjoyable. Yeah. And I love that Boom Comics right now of making new Power Ranger comics and spin-offs and yeah. new titles. It's just like, I'm so, it's a happy, <laughs> a happy nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could like, because I keep getting clapped comics i want to keep reading them and i'm just like oh, i can't i don't have room for all these comics what you need to do is go to the library and just start reading them and then ah. lay around <laughs> i think I, I don't have the space for physical comics anymore so everything i have is bought online like the, the online versions but even then my hard drive is running out of space even for then <laughs> and kyle higgins who who, write, who uh does the uh does the comic books i met him at a convention too and he actually his sister made these little flowers out of the pages of comic books and he said here i'm gonna autograph these and give these to you oh it's, it's just so neat i love conventions they, well, <laughs> they don't happen anymore anymore i miss conventions but, but they were so great speaking of conventions then so how many how many conventions do you reckon you've been to uh a lot less than i would like but i have done uh c2e2 i've mostly done every year which is a big in chicago one uh and then that's called uh, Chicago Comic Entertainment Expo. That's what that stands for. Um, and then I've done Dragon Con for the first time last year, which I really liked. And then I've done like Power Ranger. I did Ranger Stop and Power Morphicon. D23, which is the Disney convention. So uh, I haven't done San Diego yet. And I haven't done New York Comic Con yet. Those are on my list. Morphicon so, is um, the one I, I want to go to. And I will make it happen one day. And I will buy the expensive costume to do it so i think that's the only time i can justify the purchase i keep looking at it online i'm thinking i would really like this blue power ranger costume but when will i wear it i mean (laughs) i would i would wear it around the house cleaning and doing the dishes but i want people to see it how so we've got costumes do you buy do you make is it a combination of everything most of the most of my costumes are commissioned for the most part, I have modified, I have, you know, customized things that I needed to, or if things break and I have to find ways to, to repair them. Uh, but most of the stuff that I wear is commissioned just because I'm not that talented. <laughs> and I want to look good. I'd rather look, look authentic than be like, be proud of my work and look crappy. So <laughs> but, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Well, you wear them well. So um, just you. scrolling through your Instagram feed, I can see you've done Power Rangers, you've done Disney, you've done Pokemon, Kingdom Hearts. You've done X Men, a delightful selection of nerdism. Where does all that come from? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, it's like I mean, I, I I like a lot of things. I'm very eclectic in my taste, but I think a lot of geeks are. Uh, I I I think I've always loved having a fantasy element, and I've always been drawn to characters that I can find something that either I relate to or something that I admire. Um, and, and there's just so many. 
like powers, powers, people's powers like make me really happy. Uh, I think it's just like, I've always been drawn to like mystical uh, and like, like an eeriness or like something that's outside of me that, and so many, so many of these medias have that, that quality. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, nice. Do you have any uh, favorite costumes you've worn in the past? Uh, let's see, my favorite ones. I've, I'm really proud of the Kenshi one just because there's, it's so elaborate. Mm-hmm. Kenshi from Mortal Kombat. Uh, it's, I think it's like 14 different pieces they have to put on. I, you know, I've got like boots and cuffs and these chest things and the big coat and the armor. It's like, ah, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's Power Rangers in general are like that, but Kenshi was even more, at least I could breathe in that one because I had my, <laughs> my face free, but I did have a blindfold, which I did not, the fabric they gave me for the blindfold was not able to be seen out of. <laughs> ah. So like, I was like, this is not great. Uh, I did cosplay him again last year where I got a more of a sheer fabric, which helped. And then I did a cosplay combat chess where I played Kenshi in like this uh, human chessboard, <laughs> and it was really cool. So you were going against other people cosplaying as different characters in different fandoms, and uh, and then you went. Oh, get, I don't think I've seen that one. I'll have to Google it. I don't. I don't know if it's something unique to the. It's a convention here called Anime Milwaukee. It's something oh, okay. that they do every year. I don't know if other conventions have done it, but it's it's kind of a it's kind of scripted. So you know the outcome, and you know who you're going to go head to head with. So you can. Uh, choreograph your fights uh but once you get to your in the board you get head to head you go on a stage and then you do like a little mini fight and then uh it's, you know the winner gets to take your piece and you get called off but it's fun it's a fun little cosplay game <laughs> uh, what was your first my first cosplay was Batman vegeta from dragon ball z it's you know we had the pink shirt and it had Batman on the back and had yellow uh-huh. had yellow pants on. That was my very first one at a convention. But Spider-Man was also really early on. Before I, before I even started going to conventions, I was doing Spider-Man. Um, I had like evolution of, you know, because I've upgraded my Spider-Man costume quite a bit. So I had like a kind of okay one and it's been getting better and better ever since. Nice. And so with conventions, do you go not knowing anyone, then meeting people, or did you like pre-talk to people? How do you find your con squad for a lack of a better term yeah uh let's see the first couple i went with my cousin um just him he he and he's kind of shy but i made him go he has a few costumes he likes batman a lot so he has a batman costume but i went with him for the first uh couple and then the first time i traveled for a convention outside of you know driving uh i went to ranger stop in orlando florida and that I just went to by myself. I'm like, I'll just go and see, you know. <laughs> um, but eventually, by the end of the first day, I think we had like a whole squad, a whole Power Ranger team that we were hanging out with. <laughs> the rest of the day. Nice. Happenstance. Um, and then since then, we've been planning ahead. We've been planning our groups. I've done like a whole uh, Die Ranger group, and I did a Kyrie Ranger group. Um, I'm sorry, Q Ranger group. That's what I meant. Q Ranger group. Uh, <laughs> I did a uh, Sailor Moon group at Dragon Con. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you were Sailor Sat- Pluto? Saturn. Saturn. Yeah, Saturn. Saturn. Damn it. <laughs> hey, my sailors mixed up. <laughs> it's, I didn't know much about it before. I played, I, someone uh, proposed the idea. And I kind of knew about Sailor Moon, but I never like knew the... I didn't watch it like enough mm-hmm. to know the whole lore. So I just sat down and watched like all of Sailor Moon Crystal uh, to prepare myself to do that. And it was good, so... 
I mean, to watch an entire series of Sailor Moon Crystal is, uh, is dedication. <laughs> right. That is a lot. I like, um, to, I like to know, if I'm cosplaying, I like to know what I'm doing. I like to know the That makes sense. So. Yeah. So in terms of um, your cosplay, is, yeah, your cosplay friends, who, um, who, who inspires you the most? I know that's probably hard because you've probably got quite a few friends, but quite a few. I'm going to really push you for an answer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, because one of the first people that I think was inspiring to me was Billy Salise. Um, mm-hmm. He's a big ranger guy, but uh, I think I just, I always admired the way he, he wore the suit. He always looked good in the suits. And, he, and then he, he, he's done more than Power Rangers. Everything, everything he cosplays is just amazing. So it's like, oh. <laughs> so that was really good. And then, you know, there's some more mainstream people. But I always forget the names because they're, they're so popular. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> I, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a weirdo who, like, if everything, everybody's too popular, then I, I get kind of like, oh, I can't because everyone likes them. <laughs> I can't like them. <laughs> but, you uh, hipster. <laughs> I know. I'm such a non-conformist. No, but it's fine. It's good. <laughs> Have you ever had any um, cosplay costume malfunctions? Uh, I've had uh, my... The first time I did my Cyclops cosplay at C2E2, I, the uh, yellow straps on the legs mm-hmm. would always uh, fall down. <laughs> I'd be walking. Okay. And there's just like about, I'd be walking and they'd fall down to my boots. I'm like... <laughs> It's ruining the luck. Uh, so that was not fun. I've had my Kenshi uh, like straps. I got it like broke open. It was like t- I don't know if I just got too b- wide for it, but it broke open. So we had to like glue that together. Uh, mm-hmm. I've had my blue Blue Ranger helmet got shipped in a flight. Oof. I've had so many things happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it's. I'm trying to think of anything that's really major, extreme. And I think that I couldn't fix. <laughs> I should say, I we we make work. When you when you go to conventions, you want to have like your like repair kit with you that you travel with. So <laughs> you have like you got your hot glue, you got your safety pins, you got your velcro, you got all that stuff. And then so if anything happens, you go run to the room, run back to your room, and fix it. <laughs> and there's art conventions that actually have booths called for those repairs because they know. Oh wow! Yeah. Gosh, so how long normally does the convention last? Is it like a weekend or is it just a day? Uh, generally, they're about weekends, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. Uh, Dragon Con is unique because they do like a four or five day thing. They start like on a Wednesday or Ooh. Thursday. Uh, so that, but usually it's just a Friday, Saturday, Sunday with most conventions. So for those who haven't been to a convention before, what exactly, other than walking around looking great in your costume, what is there to do? What, what do you actually do? Um, definitely a lot of uh, vendors, a lot of shops that you can go to. Um, there's artists that either you can buy prints from or you can commission work. They can get them to draw you. Uh, and then there's, you know, the people that sell the toys and sell uh, merchandise that they've made, like Etsy type people. And then there's the uh, resellers. Uh, they have panels. So you can go see like the actors uh, talk about whatever they're popular for, whatever they're known for. You get to ask questions. Um, and then there's a the meet and greet, so you can go and meet them at a booth and get the autograph and get pictures with them and stuff like that. So uh, that's most of what you got going on. So you got the community thing, you got the vendors, you got panels, and then you got your meet and greets. Nice. I don't think we're missing anything. So yeah. Ah. Which which one? If you were to recommend one for a first time convention goer, which one would you suggest going to? Uh, I would probably go for something a little smaller um mid mid about a middle kind of 
uh, attendance because I think if you go to something that's very popular right away, it can be a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd probably go to something that's local to people. Uh, let's see, a good, like I went to Anime Milwaukee, which is kind of a smaller convention, but it's, it's nice because it's like right in my backyard and it helped me kind of get introduced to how it works without um, feeling like a complete, like <laughs> over my head type of thing. Uh, so I'm trying to think of one that's smaller. I don't know. Most of the ones I go to now are big <laughs> if I'm going to travel <laughs> for them. But I would just say maybe have people look at their local conventions and see what's what looks good to them. Do you have any standout Comic-Con <clears throat> moments that have really made it for you? Uh, well, my, the, first, the first time I went to Ranger Stop, that was when I traveled for, I remember I walked into the room and it was, and that's Ranger Stop is a smaller convention. So if you want to do a Power Ranger, Ranger convention, go to Ranger Stop because it's, you still get Power Ranger experience, but it's smaller and more intimate and it's easier to maneuver. So that would be a good one. Um, but I went to Ranger Stop and I walked into the room and it's one room that had all the vendors in there and on the outside had the actors in the booths. And I go and I see all the actors. I'm just like, and I walked out. I'm like, this is too much. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, uh, and then after I started going to more and more parliamentary conventions, I'm like, I see these people all the time. I'm sharing elevators <laughs> with them. They're like, so it's, it became more second nature to see the, the actors. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was probably a, a, a big moment for me. And then of course, meeting the charmed people because I've been obsessed with charm since I was 10. And so when I started meeting charmed actors, I was like completely over the moon and like couldn't form sentences and <laughs> <laughs> have you met all four official witches from the original not. series I'm, of I met, yeah original yeah that's oh that's the only one i know i don't know any other one <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh the i met three out of the four the only one i haven't met was shannon and she's actually the one i've been wanting to meet the most before i met everybody else so i was like oh man uh, so we'll see if it ever happens so I have watched Charmed, but it was never my, it was always my, like, lower on my list of favourite shows. I was, I was more of a Buffy kid, but let me see if I can get this right. It was Piper, Paige, Prue, and P- Piper, Paige, Prue. <laughs> this is driving me crazy. Piper, <laughs> Paige, Prue. It's got, uh, is it Milano. Which power does she have? Premonition, oh. temptation, empathy. Oh God! Um. <laughs> ah, I can't think. What's she called? Phoebe. Ah! <laughs> I, knew it was more... I knew it was something it's, fun. It's the soft. It's the soft P. It threw you off. <laughs> yeah. Phoebe. Yeah. So I know. I know from your Instagram, you're a massive Charm fan. What was it about Charms? Your, your, your charm is probably my Buffy. What drew you to Charmed? I, uh, I, well, the first commercial I saw was that night. It was like October 7th, 1998, I remember. Uh, it was a Wednesday, but I saw the commercial and I'm like, ooh, this looks interesting. Because, <laughs> you know, it had the powers, which I loved. It had the family dynamic, which I, I'm, a, uh, I'm really close to my siblings, so I always appreciated that family dynamic. Um, and then just like, it had like a dark quality, to, like dark but fun. It was not as dark as some shows, but like kind of there's a uh, like silliness to it, but also an intensity, like a dark intensity. So it was a really good mashup of, of what kind of interested me. Uh, so uh, yeah, and I watched it and I was became obsessed with it. And then the family dynamic became like a huge 
like that was the driving force. That's what kept it going for me because mm-hmm. I appreciated their sister. Cause you know, the, one of their main mantras is their sisters who happen to be witches, not witches who happen to be sisters. So the, sure. the sister part was the main, main story that they were telling. And then all the magic stuff was just extra bonus happiness. <laughs> uh, so I think that's what kept me coming back. And then the phenomenal acting, I thought all the actors were just really committed to the stories and their characters, even when there were some of them were silly or, or weirdly written, <laughs> they there is still authentic and still, they're still true to that, to that. So I've not watched it in years. I wonder if I, if I could fall back into it as easily as I could have done when I was younger or not. Cause Buffy, I can yeah. just watch like easy. Right. And it's funny is I still haven't seen all of Buffy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I remember watch. I watch it. Casually. It's been lovely it's having you, time. Kevin. I'm so thank you for joining us today on this podcast. Is it? <laughs> block, block, delete. Uh, <laughs> so, have you seen any of Buffy? Yes. I mean, I while well, it was first on, well, first aired because you know they aired. It started 1996, right? Buffy. Uh, yeah, sure. I believe, I believe it started in 1996. Trump started in 1998, so it's a few years older. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember watching it, and I and I I liked it, but I think. At the time, I was it was a little too scary for me. I was scared of the vampires, and then the high school drama. I I was never because I, I was still like I was like ten eleven. I was into the whole high school, and, I, uh-huh. and because because the charm had the sibling thing, I could relate to that. Just the friends in high school was a little bit further out of my knowing okay. knowledge. Uh, I so that was probably what it was. So I watched it, but it was never something that drew me in as heavily. But so I, we're I on a lockdown. There's a pandemic. You need something to watch. <laughs> Watch I'm in season Buffy? two now. I started watching. I okay, went, I'm fine. watching season two, so I'm I'm, I'm on the way to watching it through. <laughs> I was I was gonna say series one is very '90s and it's very different yes. from the rest of the show. Series five, in my opinion, is the best series of all of them. Um, I've heard I've heard that. So keep on going. You got it's because ah. my favorite charm my favorite charm season was season three, and that is airing the same year that season five of Buffy was. Uh, ah. I think that was just a good year for 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 TV. <laughs> so remind me in charms there was a white lighter mm-hmm. leo leo yes oh okay get me i remember and then i do i remember <laughs> the, bad, the the bad guy cole cole yeah he came in season yeah cole he was the yeah. half demon half human he uh came in season three and was on so were you five. in terms of fancying you team leo or team cole team leo i'm team leo ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean Cole, he was he was shirtless most of the time, a lot, but <laughs> um, yes, I don't know. I always, I've always, I think I've always found Leo more attractive in general. Just I don't know, but <laughs> he's, he, he, I've met him a couple times. He's such a goofy guy. He's so funny. Oh, <laughs> so he's really that must be so weird. Like meeting you. I mean, I've I said I've not really met Dave, but I had a picture of him, so I don't. If it's a high picture, go, but. I guess oh, yeah. you've been to so many conventions. You've met them a number of times, so they must see, they must recognize you and know you by name now. So it, that must be really. <laughs> I mean, cool. I mean, they do meet a lot of people, so I don't know how well I rank on there. But like, I remember I I have met them a couple times, and maybe they remember me. I remember Brian Krause, Leo. He actually complimented my arms the first time we met, which was really nice. Oh. Like, like, like you got the guns to hold that look that you. <laughs> like whatever. Um, and but <laughs> but then I, I also um, recently during the pandemic they did like the. Um, Skype things where we would, we would be able to talk to them over the, and I did that and I, we, I got to show them my charm collection which I never get to do it in my room of charm collection um, 
when I talked to Rose McGowan, she's like, next, maybe we'll be able to read, meet in real life. I'm like, we did. And she's like, in Indianapolis. She's like, oh, and we took a photo. I remember. <laughs> like, so that was really nice. That's like kind of having these little moments of memory. But that's nice. As a young <laughs> fan, I mean, I feel I can, I can do spoilers. Charles has been out long enough. Um, sure. When the first sister died, whose name was Paige... Prue. Prue. Prue was the first sister who died. I, can, I know what they all look like. I know what all their powers yeah. are. I can never, I can never yeah. remember their names. I can never remember which one was which. And um, when she died, <laughs> did you think we? How was? How old were you? Would you have been then? Like, I was thirteen. Did you see it coming? Were you heartbroken? What were the initial feelings? Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> I remember I was in eighth grade. No. I was in seven. Was it? It's two thousand one. So I was in seventh grade, uh, and I remember the rumors. There was rumors that she was going to be leaving the show, and this was like maybe a little over three quarters away through season three. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm like, no, this can't be. This can't be. And I remember they had like all these petitions going out, and we we're all signing to keep her on. And I'm like, no, she can't. And I was, I was really scared. And this is the <laughs> age of social media as well. There was no Twitter. There was no Instagram right. then. So. No, fans had to uh, really had be fans yeah. yeah, we had fan sites, but that was it, you know. Uh, and uh, I remember uh, the, the final finale happened, and I knew she was leaving, but I was just like, <sighs> I think when they, when they filmed the episode, they didn't know. They knew one of the sisters was going to be leaving, but they didn't know who it was going to be. Uh, uh, so they left, they left it open for either for one or any of them to be killed off. Uh, uh, and so I was just like, what? And then I think during over the summer be- between season three and four, I was like really all broken up. I made up like a Prue shrine and I, I made like a, a memorial. I, I cried all the time. <laughs> uh, and then when season four started and, and Paige came, I was like curious, but you know, she's like, the better honor Prue, the better you know. They, they better not do it. But they, they did have a, Piper, Hollywood Combs especially, had a really great moments, and it, you can tell she was really broken up in the show. Um, and, they, you know, they were best friends in real life at that time. So I was just like, oh, they're so good. <laughs> and, you know, I was moved. I was really happy. My with, partner with watched, the game, anyway. My partner watches Grey's Anatomy, and two of the sisters were recently in an episode of that. And I don't watch it at all, Grey's Anatomy. And I just came to the room while he was watching. I was like, ah! There's two charm sisters on TV. And then one of their other sisters was in bed who'd been run over or something. I expected it to be another charm sister and it wasn't another. Oh, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> I remember, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy either, but I did watch that episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's my girl. Like, I gotta watch this. Yep. <laughs> so what TV shows, that's Charmed is very much a, a show from your past, but what shows are you very much a fan of and binging on currently? Right now? Uh, let's see. I mean, I just finished It's Creek, which is really good. That makes me happy. Uh, David. <laughs> Ew, David. <laughs> <laughs> I keep uh, trying to master my Moira Rose. It's not getting any better. David, what are you doing? It's, it's, not, it's nothing like her. It's just... Irv, Irv Linger. <laughs> uh, what else have I been, I've been watching? Uh, there's something... Uh, I've been watching a Dragon Prince on Netflix, which is a animated show by the makers of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Ooh, okay. Um, which that's a really good show. Avatar is super good. Mm. The Legend of Korra is super good. Um, but they have this other show. They had three seasons out of it called The Dragon Prince, 
which has two of the writers from that show. It's, it's really enjoyable. They're, they're going to do seven seasons of that. So I'm in the middle of season three. Ah, I have to give that. I think because of lockdown <laughs> and the pandemic, I, me and my partner have watched so many shows now. We've kind of forgotten what we've watched. It's all yeah. become a bit of a blur. blur. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Netflix and Disney Plus, though. That's all I can say. Um, in, in speaking, uh, we, this isn't a COVID podcast, but it is a thing and it has to be like, mentioned. How is it for you where you're living right now? Are you on a lockdown? Are you able to leave? Are you like work situation? What is it like for you currently? Uh, I do have to go to work every day. Uh, but we wear masks and, and, you know, we just keep our distance as best we can. Uh, mm. We're not on a complete lockdown. We just, it's just, I, we have things that are closed, theaters, because like, they do shows and musicals and theater and stuff. Mm-hmm. None of the theaters have opened yet. Uh, but we can go to restaurants. Uh, you just have to wear your mask as you leave, as you walk around. Once you sit down, you can take them off. Uh, and then you can still, my gym is open. Still, oh, so that's good. There's still quite a bit of things that we can do. We just we just have to be, you know, mindful. Uh, so I, <laughs> I know. Touching I think on... Chicago is more on lockdown than we are. I think. Oh, gosh. Touching. You mentioned theater. Then um, I know from various clips online that you've been in various shows. How does that work for you? Like, are you part of a production company? Or do, you, do you have to? Is there like a local theater company? How's it? What do you do? Yeah, uh, I audition for every show that I do individually. So I and I, I go. We have several theaters in the area that you know you can pick and choose. You, like if they announce their season of shows, and then you say, "Oh, I would like to audition for that," and then you show up to the audition and then see if you get cast type of thing. So uh, it's not a, you don't get cast for like a whole season unless you're like doing something like Skylight. Some 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 theaters do that way. We get cast for a whole season and then they just have all the shows pre-planned. Most of the ones I do are on an individual basis. And uh, yeah, so then we do the audition and then we start rehearsals and then we do the production itself. And yeah, it's always a lot of fun. It's more of a community th- thing, but I always really enjoyed it. And that's cool. I wanted to do more. Yeah. So that's singing and acting. What kind of, what shows have you done? What roles? Uh, my favorite roles have been like Leaf Coney Bear in the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. <laughs> uh, I've never heard of that. Have you seen that? Oh, it's so fun. It's these uh, kids played by adults. So these adults are playing children in a spelling bee and they have to spell words and there's audience participation. They have people in the audience sit on and to spell words too and eventually get eliminated. Uh, and yeah, it's, you dance around and a lot of ad-libbing, a lot of jokes. And it's great. Uh, yeah. I, I got to wear, I had a cape and I had my socks, I had capes. I had a little Heelys I was skating around the stage with. I blew bubbles. I had a <laughs> Elmo doll that I spelled words with on trance. Uh, so that was great. <laughs> uh, and then I did... Uh, uh, Phoebus in Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is another really fun role that I enjoyed. I got to sing really pretty with, and not have to dance a lot because I don't dance so much. Uh, so that was really <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, and then I did uh, Into the Woods. It was the wolf in Into the Woods. I had a really sexy outfit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another one. That's, those are my top three, I think. So I take it from your, your love of theater and your love of cosplay, they kind of come from a similar kind of place, really, because it's all performance, sure. really. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, one is more on the costumes, one is on the more of the performance, but usually mm-hmm. it's all the same. They all have elements of each other. Speaking of sexy outfits, obviously you do model pinup type work. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Do you want to say how even the, what the question is? Why seems like a really uh, silly question. What? How have you have you always been comfortable with your body and like being that kind of sexually charged forward? 
That sounds uh, a really poor way of answering that question. But I think no, I, I get it. it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, actually, uh, I remember, like in gym class, when I was a kid, I would be so afraid of being. I would go in the corner and like hide behind like a wall to change my clothes. <laughs> and that, I mean, there's still, I still have moments like that where I get like that. I don't know why, um, but uh, I think it's. I think when I my first started modeling i think the first shoot i ever did was like a nude shoot and that was um it's terrifying but also really liberating i was just like oh okay oh i'm like okay <laughs> and so i i i've been slowly becoming more and more comfortable but i don't know if you ever because the more exposure you get then you, you feel like this pressure to live up to that to that so then i was always like oh i don't i don't look good today and so i get more i think i get more self-conscious now too even though i'm the more I'm doing it it's it's really weird it's a weird mix in my head <laughs> um but I try to uh be confident as much as I can and po- body positive as much as I can and yeah just keep going <laughs> nice cool good that's a positive a positive outlook hmm. yeah so and um, we are we are shortly come to the end of the podcast but before we go um are the, what games, what TV shows, what comics would you suggest to people who, at London, especially, we're going on to our second, second lockdown, um, what would you suggest to keep us entertained in the meantime? I am, well, I'm a big Kingdom Hearts fan. We didn't talk about Kingdom Hearts, but that's, I want you to go play those games. I have a love-hate relationship with that series. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's definitely off the rails at some times. And very, very First question being, What? Yes, yes. But as a Disney fan, I was like obsessed with Kingdom Hearts, and there's there's emotional moments that are just really good. But uh, they're having a, they're having a, they're having a new game come out November thirteenth. Uh, it's called Melody of Memory, so it's like a rhythm game. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded the de- downloaded the demo. I'm not very good at it. I don't think. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can ma- manage to get by. Try that one, and then um, Spider Man. Play the Spider Man PS4 game. So good. That I do approve. Yes. <laughs> Are you reading yeah. any comics particularly at the moment? What am I reading? Uh, I'm still finishing. I'm still finishing my Power Rangers Boom Studios stuff, and uh, I wanted to read more of my. Uh, what did I just get? I think there's the new X Men that I want to read that has the um, Gene and Wolverine and Cyclops on the moon. Oh uh, yes, uh, in the new storyline where they are definitely a freeway. Yes, yes. Which I remember reading it and thinking, about. are they hinting <laughs> this? Are they? I feel they're hinting this. And I'm like, that I Google is this like, real? It was always there. The tension was always there, but this is like becoming more like, oh, is it going to be official? I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the fan art that's uh, that's come yeah. out of it though. So for those who aren't uh, X Men comic book readers at the moment in the storyline, the X Men all live on a different island. Uh, with all mutant kind and it's Jean, Scott and Wolverine live on the moon and they have a house of their own and weirdly their rooms are all connected and there are no doors Um, and it's heavily implied that Jean and Wolverine are fucked up uh, and it's heavily implied that they may have some sort of freeway relationship going on which is great I mean about time the tension (laughs) has always been there in the comics and I don't think they're ever going to out and come out and say it but I think they're going to heavily continuing to hint Implied, at the fact that yeah. it's going to be. Have you, <laughs> yeah. so I know you've um, cosplayed, uh, back to cosplay, I know you cosplayed as Cyclops. Have you ever done Wolverine? I've never done Wolverine, but I do want to do Dokken really bad. Who's that? Uh, Dokken. 
Oh yes, his son. Yes, I would like to do him. I well, okay, I did do Wolverine once in my room. I just put on a like a, 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 a beater, like a like a, a tank top shirt, and uh, I just in my hair. My hair was long at the time. I just did that. So I have personally, like in my own time, tried to cut a Wolverine thing, but never like out. So I never that done counts. It. seriously done it. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you feel you're more a Cyclops, or do you feel like you're more of a Wolverine? Ah. Uh, it's weird because like Cyclops is my favorite X Men, but I don't think I'm really like him at all. <laughs> uh, no one does. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I I really appreciate him, and I just but I don't think I'm at all like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm like Wolverine either. Uh, I I probably like Kitty Pride or something. <laughs> it was a bit more playful. Solid choice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Cyclops is my favorite just because I think he's a tragic hero, and I like those tragic, and I like those layered, layered characters. So, I've cosplayed once as Phoenix um, in a very, very tight green morph suit, um, barely breathing, let alone sit down in. Um, but I've never cosplayed, I've never done any of X Men, which is crazy as I am a massive X Men fan. So maybe we need to look into that. Kevin, we are coming to the end of the podcast now. Uh, thank you again for your time. Um, and joining me on this and celebrating what you love, fun. which is everything geeky and everything I love as well. So it's been a lovely little indulgement for me. And um, where can people find you? Where can they see you online? Where can you they share your happiness? Uh, let's see. Uh, I, on Facebook, you can go to Flamewater Cosplay, which I should update more than I do. Uh, and then uh, in, Instagram, you can find me at KGZ87, which is K-J-E-E-Z-Y-8-7. And uh, yeah. I think that's, I don't do too much, but <laughs> those are my main places to go. Nice. Why, why the, that username on Instagram, by the way? I meant to ask. Oh, <laughs> in high school, uh, there's a, a, a girl that she's like, hey, KGZ. And it was like, <laughs> I just, she just said it one day. It was like, I was a freshman and it was like, I was so early on and I'm like, I really like that. And I just kind of stuck. Um, and then uh, when I was like, younger, my nickname was KJ. So I kind of blended them together. And <laughs> Yeah. And here we are now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Casey. Um, I will leave you for the rest of your day. Thank you so much for give, uh, sparing your time for this. Um, I hope you've had a nice time. Uh, yes, yeah. so we'll say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi all, that was another episode of the Champions of Happy Podcast. If you enjoyed that, why not go on Instagram and give us a follow. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, where I post all new updates about the show and upcoming episodes. And if you're really enjoying the show, please go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a nice little review. That way more people can see the podcast and the Champions of Happy can continue to grow. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Most importantly, look after yourself and take care of yourself. Take a note to check in. Make sure you're okay. And remember, there are plenty of good things in the world while all this madness is going on. So check in on your friends, yourself, and share your joy and your love. I know that's corny. Whatever. I don't care. Look after yourself, guys. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.